Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2169. How to Structure Your Training So You Survive and Thrive Summer Running Season by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus. On Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Structure Your Training So You Survive and Thrive Summer Running Season by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. The summer heat can be brutal for the dedicated runner. Here in Fort Worth, Texas, the temperatures reached 110 degrees Fahrenheit last week. It has been one of the hottest summers on record. What's a runner to do? Summer Running Safety Tips First of all, be safe. Heat stroke is no joke. If you choose to run outdoors in the summer, it's best to schedule those runs in the early morning hours or after the sun goes down in the evening. Stay hydrated throughout the day. It's not enough to only drink water right before you run. Hydrate early, hydrate often. If the heat and humidity are extremely high, take your runs indoors or take a rest day from running. Lower your intensity. Remember that running outdoors in the heat will require you to slow down your pace. Don't be attached to your GPS stats. Slow down in the heat and reduce the mileage and time in the sun during hot days. Expect to run 30 seconds to a minute per mile slower in the heat. It's normal and expected. Don't let your ego dictate your pace. Summer is the perfect opportunity to change the focus of your workouts to get stronger for fall training. You can spend time in the summer working out indoors to get ready for winter races. Focus on strength training for runners. Even if you're not dealing with extreme temperatures, it's still a good idea to change up the focus and structure of your workouts periodically. If we do the same types of workouts month after month without progression, then our bodies adapt and those exercises become less effective. To increase fitness, break through plateaus, and get the most out of your summer workouts, consider changing your primary focus to strength training, specific for runners in the summer months. When the beautiful fall running weather arrives, you'll be stronger and better positioned to train for late fall and winter races. I would recommend to maintain your running fitness by scaling your running miles back in the summer, but not stopping altogether. 
swap a couple hours per week on the streets for time in the gym, just temporarily. Don't worry, I'm not suggesting you retire your running shoes to become a gym rat. Just shift your focus for a couple of months. How to make the shift. If you usually run four days a week and strength train two, try swapping those days. Alternatively, if you usually run for an hour, consider cutting your runtime in half and using the remaining time for strength training. If you're not strength training at all, it's a perfect opportunity to swap some of those running hours with strength training hours. Don't worry, we'll get back to running as our primary goal and strength training as our secondary in a couple of months. How to structure a strength training for runners program. Strength training for runners is different than strength training for bodybuilding. Runners need to perform exercises to keep us healthy and balanced in all planes of motion. We need to build a strong core, which includes the back to power our stride and support our running form. We need balance and single side training. The key is to look at strength training as something that will improve your performance, not something that will take you away from running. Unilateral and balance training. Balance is an essential skill for runners. We alternate our balance on each leg for the duration of our runs. Runners can improve their performance by training unilaterally, meaning one leg at a time, to improve individual leg and hip strength and balance. Examples of balance and unilateral exercises are lunges, elevated split squats, single leg squats, which is a more advanced technique, and single leg deadlifts. Core training. Most people think of core training as a way to develop six-pack abs, but core training includes all the muscles in your torso below the chest and above the thighs, including your hips and back. Your core is what keeps your running form stable, especially once you start to get tired during those long runs. A strong core powers your stride and provides stability. Core exercises include planks, side planks, bridges, superman, and hip exercises. Lateral training. The goal of strength training for runners is to train to become a well-balanced runner. Strength training can help us avoid muscle imbalances that can lead to injury. If we run and don't strength train, the muscles we use to run get stronger and take over some of the work of the weaker muscles. Over time, this can cause alignment and recruitment problems. The muscle stabilizes the joint, so weak muscles can leave you at risk for joint injuries. Weak hips are another common cause of injury in runners. Strong hips keep your pelvis steady when you run. It's essential for runners to train in the frontal plane and use lateral movements because when we run, we only move in one direction, forward. To avoid muscle imbalances, we need to include lateral training in our workouts. Walking planks, hip adduction and abduction, side lunges, and banded side squats are all essential frontal plane exercises to include in your strength training for runners programming. Rotational training. Train stabilization between the upper and lower body with rotational training. This is important for runners because when you pump your arms, the energy is transferred through your core to power your stride. Exercises like lift and chop, side plank with rotation, and lunge with rotation are great additions to a runner's strength program. Power. Power exercise movements are executed with explosiveness. Runners can use plyometric exercises like bounds, jumps, and marches to build explosive strength that can translate to faster running times. Form is of utmost importance in power exercises. For example, when performing jump squats, 
perform each rep with explosive power, but rest as much as needed between reps to ensure proper form, rather than rushing through the moves. You just listened to the post titled, How to Structure Your Training So You Survive and Thrive Summer Running Season by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Something that runners may be concerned about with regards to incorporating resistance training is that they may get too heavy or too muscular, and this extra muscle weight may lead to poorer running performance. Well, luckily, researchers conducted a meta-analysis to see if resistance training helped with running performance, specifically in endurance runners, meaning those that run for long distances. They found that resistance training had a positive effect on endurance running performance, especially when it came to finishing times for 3K and 5K runs. In fact, they also found that Both training with weights and plyometric or jump training helped, but they did find that plyometric training seemed to help slightly more than traditional weight training exercises like squats and deadlifts. So the bottom line is, if you're a runner, please don't fear resistance training, especially plyometrics. A well-balanced resistance training program will likely improve your running performance. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.